Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, June the 25th. As we head into the most important weekend of the Philly season and obviously heading into it with a little less excitement, a little less optimism than we had hoped to, coming off a disastrous, yes, disastrous two-game home series against the Washington Nationals, obviously. You heard the show yesterday. I'm assuming you know where I stand. You know how I feel, how incredibly disappointed in this team I am. Really the last two games that that series with the nationals in all honesty has really made me as, as down on the team as I've been all season long. And, you know, we talked about it a lot yesterday with the idea of coming out of those four in a row, the three straight walk-offs and then the seven, nothing win after the, over the Yankees and heading out West and feeling such a renewed sense of hope and optimism with this team, feeling some energy around the team for the first time all season. Some excitement, some, I don't know, uh, you know, it felt like they actually wanted to be there you know, for the first time all season or since the first week of the season. It felt like there was excitement within that group to be playing baseball, to be playing a game, to be having fun. And, and man, uh, you know, since then, it's just completely and totally dissipated to the point where, you know, it feels like we're at the lowest point of the season. Certainly coming off the worst loss of the season. I don't think there's any question about that. That 13 to 12 debacle on Tuesday, excuse me, on Wednesday, um, was was the worst loss of the season. And we've had some horrendous, horrendous losses already this season. And that was the worst yet, without a doubt. Blowing a five nothing lead, a nine five lead, and a twelve eleven lead in the ninth. It doesn't get much worse than that. And doing it to a division rival at home, coming off a loss the day before, a loss where your manager um, called out their pitcher, Max Scherzer, makes him get checked for substances, led to Joe Girardi ultimately freaking out at the Nationals dugout, getting ejected from the game. And and the worst part of that, outside of it just, you know, just being silly in my opinion, but regardless of that, the worst part, no one on his team stood up for him. No one had his back. Reese Hoskins, the only player even like looked like he was about to, to follow him out of the dugout. And then the next day, and we didn't talk about this yesterday because there was so much into that game, but, but Nationals general manager Mike Rizzo comes out and takes some straight-up shots 
at Joe Girardi comes out and says, it's embarrassing for Girardi. It's embarrassing for the Phillies. Was he playing games? Of course he was. Went on to call Joe, to quote unquote about Joe Girardi. He said, he's a con artist. And said he's known Joe for a long time. And he's a con artist. Like, straight up shots at Joe Girardi. Like, man, I don't ever remember a general manager of another team coming out and just skewering the team they're facing that day's manager before, ever. And then for the Phillies, after all that, to come out and have their worst loss of the season? I mean, come on, man. It's just so deflating. It's so deflating as a fan of this team to watch what's happened this week. You know, it really has sucked the energy, the excitement, the life out of this team and of the fan base. And now you're heading into the most important series of the season. Coming off that. Now, look, you hope that it that it energized, that they come off that and they say, you know, this is totally unacceptable. But, I mean, why would we expect that with this group, right? I mean, nothing seems to, to get them on a run. You know, Bryce Harper talked about needing to go on a run, win 9-10 and asked that, but now... After the game yesterday, and we'll get to Bryce. We'll get to Bryce um, and his comments. But he's right. Like, they have to win 9-10 of 10 or something. It has to start now. And I don't think it's going to. I don't know how anyone could. I mean, I hope it does. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be rooting. But I have no faith that it's going to happen. I don't know how you could have faith. This team feels like a middling, mediocre baseball team. Flat out. That's it. That's what they are right now. And until they prove us to us that there's something different, that's how we have to look at them because that's who they are. Again, I can't believe Mike Rizzo came out and called him a con artist. He said it's embarrassing for Girardi and embarrassing for the Phillies, and the next day they show up and let that team beat them in the worst game of the season. It's disgusting. It really is. It's upsetting. It's brutal. All right, let's get to Harper. Um, after the game yesterday, Harper with some strong comments. Um, and was asked a question in his post-game press conference about whether Dave Dombrowski should add pieces at the trade deadline, you know? And um, here's what Harper said. He said, it's got, you know, the, the question was, is it worth it? You know, will it be worth it for Dave Dombrowski? And here's what Harper said. He said, you said it, worth it. We have to be able to go there, New York, and win some games that we need to. We're kind of depleted in the minor leagues and can't really trade anybody. And we don't really have anybody to trade down there to get guys who are really, really good. Dave Dombrowski needs to have faith that we can go out there and win games. If he goes out there and adds somebody, and if it's worth it when that time comes, he said, I, of course, want to put pressure on him to do that. And as a team, we need to. But that's only if we're winning games. If we're not winning games, then there's no point in doing that, right? So... All right, a lot to get into with these comments. First and foremost, in a basic sense, before I get nitty-gritty, I agree with everything he said. I think it's all the truth. Um, as of right now, there's absolutely no reason for Dave Dombrowski to go out and add. You know, as of right now, and I'm sure we'll talk about this as the trade deadline gets closer and closer, but as of right now, um, it makes a lot more sense for this team to be sellers. You know, if you look at this team and say, all right, what does it need to push them over the top? It's a lot more than you're going to trade for. It's a lot more than you have to trade for. Um, the smart move right now, and again, we are a month away, and this is it. To Harper's point, this is the, the Phillies' chance. They have a month, essentially, 
to change Dave Dombrowski's opinion of this team. They have a month. And after that month is up, unless they've gone on a 9 of 10, a 10 of 12, a 15 of 16, a 15 of 18 type of run in there somewhere and are all of a sudden competing for the division in a real way, unless that happens, they should be sellers. They should trade away players. They should say, all right, what can we get for Reese Hoskins? What can we get for Zach Wheeler? What can we get? And, and I don't think it's going to happen. But, I mean, that's where this team is at. I mean, this group right now, this is it. In my mind, put up or shut up. Make a run or don't. Because no one's getting any younger. They're not pieces in the, to, to Bryce's point, and we'll get to the specific way he did it. But to Bryce's point, there are not reinforcements coming anytime soon. There's not a group of minor leaguers you point to and say, that's the future of the Phillies. Those guys are coming up. If there is, it's all guys in the low minors. It's Mick Abel. It's Casey Martin. It's Rojas. It's these type of guys. Guys who are not ready to play in the major leagues now. And Bryson Stott is you know, probably the next most ready, good prospect they have. And he's not like a top 100 prospect or anything. He's a nice player. I think he'll be a nice player. But he's not the answer. They don't have it. They don't have it. They have to restock. We know that. Because they lost for five years, and they came out of it with nothing. And we know who to blame for that. Andy McPhail and Matt Klintak are the biggest reasons this roster is the way it is. There's no question. I mean, Dabrowski just got here. And obviously, John Middleton is, is involved in that, too. But to Bryce's point, they don't have a lot to trade, and there aren't reinforcements coming. So when you look at this group of guys, you look at it and say, is this, a, is this good enough? Because if you don't think it's good enough, trade guys. Rebuild. I mean, that's not what I want, obviously. It's not what any of us want. We spent the last decade more or less rebuilding. Like, obviously... The couple last couple years are not rebuilding. The 2012 wasn't a rebuilding year. They were trying. They haven't made the playoffs in a decade. A decade. So it's hard to say, oh, let's start over. Let's rebuild. But what's the best thing for the franchise to win the World Series? It might be that. Unless things change in a hurry. Unless this group of guys shows you, wait, 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 we got something. And then you add to it. And then you add on the fringes or, or maybe more. Who knows? But right now, it's probably smarter to sell than to buy. Unless things change. And that's incredibly frustrating. I mean, that's massively disappointing. And I'm sure it's massively disappointing for Bryce Harper, who came here signing that big contract with the promise of wins. He made it clear. He said, John Middleton told me he'll do whatever it takes. To win consistently, to bring a title here. That's what he wanted when he came here. And it hasn't been that very clearly. And look, he has his own blame in that. He shoulders his own role. You know, he hasn't been quite as good as as we've all hoped he would be. He's been great at times and less great at other times, but he hasn't been a generational player here yet, for sure. So he shoulders his own blame, but I get it. Look, I get that when you come here and you expect an organization to do what they told you they would do and they haven't done it, I'd be annoyed too. 
And I do think part of the reason Harper's talking the way he's talking is to put pressure on that organization to say, hey, we we need help. We need guys. We don't have guys coming up in the minors. Like, we need something here. Now, here's where I take issue with Bryce Harper. And again, I'm not killing him. I don't think he was out of line or anything like that. I just think one particular thing of the way he phrased this was dumb. I think it was a dumb thing to say. And that's the line where he says, we're kind of depleted in the minor leagues and can't really trade anybody. And we don't really have anybody to trade down there to get guys who are really, really good. That was dumb. It was a dumb thing to say on a number of reasons. He's not wrong. I'm not going to kill him for for that because he's right. I've talked about it all year. You know, it's been my rallying cry, roster depth, internal roster depth, the inability to bring players up, to fill holes, to have stars and just average players come up and contribute. So he's right. But man, I just think there's no upside to him saying that there. He can still make his point. He can still make his point to the organization that we need help. And I need to, we need to be better, but we are ultimately going to need help without throwing the minor leaguers under the bus. I mean, these are minor leaguers who could play with Bryce Harper, right? Someday, theoretically, you know? Minor leaguers who will be in spring training with him. Minor leaguers who probably look up to him. We're like, that's the best guy on the Phillies. That's the face of the Phillies. Like, I want to play with that guy someday. I want to be that guy's teammate. And he's out there crapping on him. <laughs> it just, I, I just thought it was dumb. And then you add in the fact that he's broadcasting to the world that the Phillies don't think their prospects are very good. Because that's the message that he's sending, right? He is the face of the Phillies, and he's saying, we, we, the Philadelphia Phillies, don't have guys who are good enough to get good trades done. Like, get good players here in trades. He's saying that to the world. He's saying, we don't think our prospects are that good. And now, like, obviously, he's not the one making those decisions, so it's a lot worse if Dave Dombrowski comes out and says that, which he never would, obviously. But it certainly doesn't help. It certainly doesn't help Dave Dombrowski trade those prospects who you are saying aren't good. I just think across the board, and again, I understand where Harper is coming from. I'm sure he is incredibly frustrated with this situation. I'm sure that three years into that contract, this is not what he thought he would be getting. The prime of his career, his 27, 28, 29, you know, those years now. Like, I am sure this is not what he was expecting. A middling, mediocre baseball team without any life. I'm sure of it. And I get the frustration, and I get where he's coming from. I just think he went about it the wrong way. I don't have a problem with any other thing he said. Everything else he said is true, and that is true. I just think you don't need to say that. There's no upside to it. There's no winning from coming out and crapping on the minor league players. Like, what's the upside? We know. Everyone knows. We can read prospect rankings. We can look at lists. We know that there aren't guys coming up. Like, we know. Everyone knows. All you're doing is saying something that is obvious, but that also can have negative effects for you. And for your franchise. Right? I mean, that's it. That's what he did. There was no upside to saying it. Other than people being like, I like that he's honest. Which, sure, cool. I prefer he's honest too, but like, I don't care. I don't care if athletes lie to me if it's better for the team. Right? I mean, general managers lie to us every time they talk. When was the last time a general manager was forthright and honest with us? Never. Because it's their job to not be. It's their job to not let us know what they're actually thinking because they don't want the other general manager in their sport to know what they're thinking. 
And again, I look, I don't think other general managers are going to look at trade options and be like, well, Bryce Harper said they stink, so I'm out. I, I, you know, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that there's just no upside to it. Like, what's, what is the upside to what Bryce Harper said there? He can make his point. He can put pressure on the organization. He can do all those other things without saying, we don't have good minor league players. Right? I mean, he could do all of it without saying that. There's no reason to say that. There's no upside to saying that. Nothing good comes from that. And again, his point is true. And we all know it, right? I mean, how many times have we talked about year after year that the single biggest issue with the Philadelphia Phillies, and it has been the single biggest issue with the Philadelphia Phillies for practically the entirety of their existence has been the inability to draft and develop players. That's it. We know. The only time they've ever had sustained runs of success Twice in the history of the franchise, it was because they did that. It's because they drafted and developed guys like Mike Schmidt, you know? It's because they drafted and developed guys like Chase Utley and Ryan Howard and Jimmy Rollins. That's it. It's the only two times they've ever had sustained, sustained success in the history of the franchise. Real success. True success. That's it. Twice. It's because they drafted and developed well. And it's been a long time since they did that. And it is, it should be, the primary focus of this organization. Nothing else should really matter to that level. Everything should be put into drafting and developing better. Because that's the future. So I don't think Bryce is wrong to point that problem with the Phillies out. I just think it's dumb. I just don't think it gets anything. I don't think it wins you anything. I think in... And it could have negative effects. If nothing else, with those players playing with you someday. The guys who come up and say, oh, I'm one of those Meyer leaders you just crapped all over. But, hey, nice to meet you. Happy to be your teammate. Right? I mean, I, I just don't, I don't see the upside to it. But, again, ultimately I do in a macro sense, you know, without looking at that specific line, I do appreciate that Harper's saying this. Look, I, you know, I've been a long Bryce Harper defender, and really in the last week I've, I've come out and say we need more from Bryson offensively he's been doing it lately you know homers and back-to-back games starting to heat up a little bit a nice average over the last week plus like all that stuff and that's awesome but like this is the stuff from Bryce Harper we need more we need the leadership we need him speaking out and standing up and saying we need this we need that guys we got to do better we need to prove that we are better all this stuff like awesome I'm I'm a big fan of it and we need more We need more. And look, he says more from Bryce Harper in this. He said, I'd much rather be seven games in front and say, okay, this is what we need, but it is what it is in reality. So, excuse me, this is uh, Dombrowski commenting on the Harper stuff. He said, I'd much rather be seven games in front and say, okay, this is what we need, but this is what it is in reality. You just deal with it. Hey, if you're four games out, and I think we're tied with two other clubs, four games out, entering play on Wednesday before now they're five games out, basically you control your own destiny, right? So you hope today is the day you start playing well. Um, and he's right. And and I think that, you know, that, that quote from Dabrowski is, is correct. But Harper, another quote from Marbury says, you can go one way or you can go the other way. We need to come out on top up there. Because if, if we don't, it's going to be miserable coming back from that. We can't afford that right now. And that's talking about this Mets series. And he's right. He talks about it. He says, we need to go on a 9 of 10. We need to win these games in New York. Like, and I'm just hoping that that message is permeating through the locker room, through the clubhouse, that these guys know that this is it. 
to the to the back what we talked about at the beginning of the show. Like this is it. It is all on the line now. Put up or shut up time for this group. It is the most important series of the season. You're coming off your worst loss of the season. If they can't show up in New York this weekend, over, done, cooked. I honestly feel that way. I honestly feel if they can't show up this weekend in New York, then what's the hope for this team? I'm still going to watch. I'm still going to hope. I just don't think I'll let myself believe until they win 14 to 15 or something. You know? Um, it has to start this weekend. It has to. Most important series of the season, and I really hope... Because when you hear the Harper comments, you know, I just read you the, the, the you know, the, what he said. Um, but when you hear it, um, he's right, but it also, it doesn't feel like he is, you know, he feels beaten down in the way he says it. You know, there's not a passion behind it. It's more of a, you know, look, uh, we got to do this. We got to be better. We got to win games, like almost like a pleadingness to it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if he's taking that to the locker room and clubhouse and saying, you know, we need to win guys. Let's go. Or if it's more of just something that he's saying to the the reporters and he's saying in his post game press conference and whatever. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to find out how much energy, how much passion, how much fire they have this weekend. Cause it's it. It's, again, it's go time. The season is literally hanging in the balance. The season is hanging in the balance. This is it. This weekend against the first place New York Mets. You know, what do we got, Phillies? What do we got? What do you got? Better show us this weekend because it all comes down to it. Again, such a massive series against the Mets and just praying that this team can find some fight. It's been so sterile watching this team so uninspiring such a lack of energy a lack of fire we're missing all that stuff the stuff that that great teams have you watch great teams play they're all invested they're all locked in there's an excitement there's an energy around them we haven't felt that this year and really the last few years, other than small, you know, four or five games here or a week there. Like, that's it. So little of that. For the most part, there's been this sterile, unexcited, uninvested feel to this group of guys. And that has to change right now. And again, I'm not saying it will, nor that I expect it to. Because we've been down this road way too many times with this group of guys. Way too many times. I don't know how anyone could believe in this group. Now, I hope for this group. I am hopeful that this is the weekend that it finally all clicks. That that, that loss at home just crushes them. Crushes them to the point where they say, all right, the season's on the line. We're finally going to show up. I pray, I wish, I hope. But again, I certainly don't expect it. I don't know how anyone could. I don't know how anyone could expect this team to bring it like that this weekend. But I really hope they do because, again, you know, I don't think it is too dramatic to say the season is on the line.
it's it. The season is on the line this weekend. Now, luckily, they have their three guys going. We got our big three going this weekend. So the pitching matchups, you feel solid about. Uh, Nola versus Taiwan Walker in game one of the doubleheader today. So doubleheader today, 410 and then 740, or, you know, whenever that first game ends, a little bit after, 30 minutes generally. Um, then a 410 Saturday game and then a 110 Sunday game is how it shakes out. Nola versus Taiwan Walker. Walker's been great. Great. He's been way better than Nola for the Mets. But, you know, you hope that, that Nola shows up. There's a spot where you need Aaron Nola. Desperately need Aaron Nola. Game two, Spencer Howard against David Peterson. We've seen Peterson the lefty a few times this year. Spencer Howard, not great. You know, at least we get to maybe see Ranger Suarez. I guess that's something to get excited about. Uh, then Saturday, big one. Afflin versus DeGrom. First time they'll see DeGrom this season. They've missed him, luckily. And then... Uh, old friend Jared Eikhoff going for the Mets on Sunday against Zach Wheeler. Wheeler obviously coming off his worst start of the season, so you feel really good about that one. But um, the Mets are better. The Mets pitching is better. The Phillies are going to need to show up. The Phillies are going to need to beat a better team this weekend. They have to. They have to win three of four. Two of four, and it's like, all right, season's not over, I guess, but you don't feel great. Three of four, maybe there's some life with this team. Maybe there's some excitement because it has to happen now. Either way, have a great weekend. Hopefully the Phillies give us a great weekend. But either way, we'll be back to talk about it all on Monday. So until then, everyone have a wonderful weekend. And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.